So I'm doing the opening this time, right? Sure. Because you did it last time. Or do I you want to do it again? No. What did I'm you really think of our new it. intro song? I, I still like Kate Nash better, but Matt and Kim is a much better choice. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 84 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Today is March 4th. Is that a question? The year of our Lord, 2015, and you are listening to the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. I am Jeremy, and I am joined by my illustrious, lovely, glowing... Pregnant? No, no. Or no? Do we have Why a for sure on that yet? To, Why are you trying to spread rumors? Christina Wise, everybody. Hello. Hello, Jack. How, how are you doing today? Well, I was okay. And then you <laughs> tried to start rumors. Yeah. I feel like crap. Why? Because I just smoked a cigar. <laughs> I just smoked a cigar with my... I guess my old mentor from my pastoring days. He was my he was my mentor and a close friend of mine. And uh he is a cigar enthusiast. And so oftentimes when we get together, I haven't talked to him in almost a year. When we get together, we meet up at a place nearby here called oh, Smokey it Joe's. Is not nearby here. Well, nearby. <laughs> it's closer Fife than Fife is not close to Everett. Kansas City or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Uh it's called Smokey Joe's. It's a cigar hall that's inside a bingo hall called <laughs> BJ's Bingo Palace. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah, and I know what you're asking. It's illegal to smoke inside in Washington State, isn't it? Not if you're on an Indian reservation. <laughs> that's my answer. Uh, yeah, so I smoked also, a cigar. There's there's uh, rules around it if you're in a, in a club, like a private club, you can call it a... They have, like, cigar clubs and stuff like that, oh. and you can smoke in there. Yeah, no thank you. Mm. No thank you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a year. I, I kind of, so I used to smoke, not a lot, but I used to smoke every once in a while. I think at my at peak smoking, I was maybe, like, four cigarettes a day. Yeah, because you smoked cloves. <laughs> but then, and then when I drank, when I drank, I would smoke a lot when I would drink. But, right. But, uh I I do not I do not miss it. I feel really really gross. I feel really gross. I came home and like scrubbed my entire body down three or four times with like a silkwood shower type. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I can't I can't get rid of the smell. So I feel very um, feel very unhealthy. <laughs> That's what's That's making it. you feel unhealthy. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> so if I sound a little hoarse or cough. Coffee. Coffee. That's probably why. Okay. Yeah, because my throat hurts really bad. Anyway, sorry. Sorry for the uh, sidetrack, everybody. We have a very exciting show for you today. Tons of awesome things planned. We have some uh, articles that we're going to go over, some stuff we're going to talk about, some listener feedback that we got that we wanted to talk about, maybe kind of dovetail onto the discussion of last week's show. Mm-hmm. Although I, I wouldn't say last week's show was much of a discussion, it, it felt a little one-sided. <laughs> I felt like I was talking a lot, and you were just kind of it, absorbing it. Felt it. like you were um, inundating me with questions, steamrolling me. A little yeah, bit. yeah. 
I was trying to, what I was hoping is that I could draw, I could draw you out a little bit. Draw out Christina Wise. Well, here's the lady. <laughs> here's the other thing is that when we start recording at 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, okay, we're not on a gonna, weekday, we're not starting this again. And we're, then you start, we're not going to spend no, the first listen. 10 minutes talking about then you, when we record then, and when we don't. And, and then you, you start sleepy. throwing a bunch of philosophical questions at me, oh. like one after another. You can't. Do rapid fire. No, when I'm not ready, questions. when I wasn't ready for it after nine. So big questions, like philosophical questions, that kind of stuff. Seven thirty, <laughs> eight. Like what's the, what's the bottom limit on that? Well, I kind of just need to know, like maybe put it in the run sheet. Like you're going to have to, I tried talking to talk you about, about God. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, okay. We'll get into that. We'll get into that because we have some lovely feedback from our friends. I have a very exciting invention that I found that's related to one of the things that you hate and want oh. to see eradicated from the earth forever. Oh, Be interesting. interested to get your feedback on that. And uh, as always, I have some very exciting space news for everybody and it's going to be fantastic. And a drone zone. And some drone zoning. Yeah. Some drone, in, drone, drone zoning. So, uh, so let's get into it. First of all, I guess we'll start out with a not-so-happy thing. We closed out the end of last week's show uh, talking about our friend Cam Harston that uh, had was in a coma because he had a heart attack um, shortly after we posted the show. I think we posted it on Thursday. Uh, Saturday morning, Cam passed away, unfortunately, and uh, he will be missed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, um, it's interesting, you know, uh, so much of, I, I mentioned this on, I posted it on Facebook and I think I tweeted something from our account about it. But one of the most fun things about this whole podcasting thing that we've been doing is that uh, we've kind of fallen into this weird community. A lot of our friends and uh, support system are, are people that we've met online. And Cam was definitely one of those people and we actually hadn't met cam yet i hadn't met him have you no. met him so uh, we've just talked online and interacted and listened to each other's podcasts and all that fun stuff uh, i was hoping to meet him and mo when we go yeah in april yeah we have plans to meet up with him um down in Portland. Yeah. but uh th i will link to the gofundme that we talked about last week because that is still open and they're still collecting money to help with funeral mm -hmm. costs and um any on you know medical bills and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I just wanted to talk a little bit about it because we talked about him quite a bit on on our shows, and I just wanted to reiterate our history with him, sort of. <laughs> so um, just kind of like sure. walk down the lane. We'll so down. he was part owner of Abnormal Abnormal Entertainment, Entertainment. Yeah. and him and the other owner Kevin were coming to Seattle and Portland and they had decided that um they were going to they don't have any uh women's voices so they were talking about having a podcast with me and Kate and Mo potentially and Barbara I believe was in on that and put it on their network yeah and they were going to meet with us but they when they were in Seattle but they went to Portland and drank too much that night. And then uh -huh. they didn't get back in time and yeah. just made their flight. But a funny thing happened when we were talking about meeting. That happened with you, Jeremy. 
on oh when Cam. I first started talking to yeah. Cam on <laughs> I can't uh, Cam probably reached out to me because he was yes. a very uh, like personable like friendly guy and mm-hmm. he started messaging me about something and uh, I wrote him back and we were just like talking about meeting up and mm-hmm. all this he was like hopefully I didn't I'm not making you uncomfortable or whatever and he goes he uh, he was saying if you listen to my podcast you know that my thing is is other things other guys things or other guy my thing is other guys things yeah and i was like oh, okay like i didn't quite understand what because you didn't listen at the time because i had not listened to his podcast right. yet what i didn't understand about cam at that point is that he is a homosexual yeah. uh, <laughs> and he's attracted to men right and my takeaway from what he was saying is he's into girls that are taken like he's into right. girls that are like in relationships yeah. already kind of like you so you understood that you <laughs> yeah, empathized yeah, okay I, uh, yeah you know we, we can spot each other out yeah so i uh you told me you're like this cam guy's gonna try to <laughs> yeah and try I to mean, get in your pants I didn't care like and I, I just thought it was hilarious yeah i was kidding because i'm like um he means penises yeah, he means other guys <laughs> things which started off a long and uh sadly not so f- never was able to come to culmination right uh uh back and forth between me and him over the following months about him trying to get me to send him a picture of my penis. And at one point I randomly got a picture of his penis. Yeah, and you've I've seen his penis. Right. So <laughs> uh somehow I was the middleman between a fight about how large his penis was yeah. between Mike and Matt. Yeah. At some point all I know is that I got a picture five guys involved and they were always talking about each other's penises and then finally somebody was like let's just put this yeah and i got a picture yeah you were supposed to get like everybody's and then compare them or something right i don't know that (laughs) all i know is that he asked for my phone number and i gave it to him it was like an email thread (laughs) and i gave it to him and the next thing i know but my favorite part is that you could clearly see the porn he was watching in the background yeah so there was that and then we went through a whole period of time where him and Kevin said that they were scared of me raping them. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember Or like that, that I would like there anally of... do some stuff <laughs> yeah, to them. There was not a lot saying, of I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah. They, they were very scared of me. Yeah. So that was that's good. Yeah. That's a great way to eulogize somebody. <laughs> they probably. No, that he's hilarious probably and funny are, uh, and the sweetest guy. Invitation to that funeral will get lost in the mail if this ever gets out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, Cam, out there in cyberspace, Cyber you will space? be missed in heaven, podcast heaven. You believe in heaven? Po- I believe in podcast. <laughs> I believe in podcast heaven. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So speaking of heaven, <laughs> it's a great segue. <laughs> Thanks. So let's let's talk about last week's show. Uh, do you want Do you want to just jump in and I'll play the voicemail? Yes. Okay, I'll play the voicemail. <laughs> Hey, you guys. This is Jesse from Southern California. I wanted to say how uh, entertaining it was this last episode, listening to you, uh, Jeremy, listening to you desperately trying to fill Christie's Jesus-shaped hole. (laughs) Um, Also, I wanted to say that uh, you kept repeatedly asking her uh, if she believed in some greater purpose. And the entire time, I'm sitting here in my living room trying to encourage Christy from afar to turn the question back on you and to ask you, why? Why does there have to be some greater purpose? 
Um, I guess it's not the question. I guess it's natural to ask those type of questions, uh, and it's not the question that's concerning. It's the answer that you're coming to that, that is concerning. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess old habits die hard, brother, because uh, your Christianity was hanging out. <laughs> anyway, love the show. Love you guys, and keep up the the good work. <laughs> So you may recognize that voice as the sultry, lovable, everybody's favorite atheist, Jesse Dolamore, friend of the show. He's Marine, everybody. Calling in, I guess, to kind of stand up for you a little bit. Yes. So how, how does that make you feel, Christy? Um, it made me feel good because I just told you, what was it, yesterday that I listened to the episode and I felt even more that you were, like, not picking on me or attacking me but definitely the questions you were asking and how you were asking them made it feel like whatever I said would be wrong if Mm. and then because no one has the answers to those things no one well there are lots of people that think they do right but they don't maybe I mean maybe they do for them anyway maybe um and that whatever I would say or decline to say that I would be like a horrible person. Yeah. You felt like I was attacking you mm-hmm. for trying to pick a Well, fight. also because I didn't know that we were going to have those kind of questions. You keep saying that. <laughs> you keep but saying that and I don't want to. Starting I off with wanna... Mars and saying, do you want to live on Mars? And then getting to basically <laughs> a veiled way of asking me if. If I believe in heaven and hell and God, that is not the case at all. So, I mean, I, I wasn't, I was trying to start a conversation. Like I, uh, these are questions and things that I think about and am plagued with at times and I wrestle with Mm -hmm. and I, I was trying to just, I mean, it's things that we've talked about before. So I was hoping to kind of continue that conversation and maybe draw a little bit out of you. So I, I apologize if. Oh no! I you mean, felt I, attacked. <laughs> no, it's it's not like attacked or picked on, but it's those are things you wrestle with. Yeah, not me. Yeah, well, that's fine. So, right. I mean, like, well, let me ask you this then. So, how do you reconcile the fact that we're here? You mean like physically? How am I here? Yeah, I mean, like, what's the? Well, why do you when get two out of people bed? love each other? <laughs> And your, your dad is scared to much. buy condoms on <laughs> yeah. their wedding night. Nine months later, you have a baby. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Yeah. And that's like, that's it. Like, you're just here for 80, 90 years, whatever. And then. Mm-hmm. You die. So as you listened through the show last week, what was, what kind of emotions was it evoking? Like, what, what are some things that you wish that you would have said last week when we were having that conversation? And again, I apologize if I came off as attacking. No, my line not of attacking. Questioning. I just, I guess I just wish I would have asked more like, well, what do you think? And why, why does it, ha- I mean, similar to what he said is, yeah. why does there have to be? I'm not answer? saying why that there, there has to be. Why does there have to be a reason? Well, okay. So I, I have, I have like an, I have an obsession with the, what's that called? The human condition, is it? Where you're constantly wondering about our purpose and why things happen and all that kind of stuff, just 
people's process. I always want to, I always want to figure that out. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to start the show because I, I, I always say, I feel like we did ourselves a little bit of a disservice sometimes by calling it nerd out loud, because I think people hear that word nerd and they think Dungeons and Dragons or Lord of the Rings or whatever. And I, Really, what I want to get at is I just want to talk to people about their passions. And sometimes it's really goofy stuff, like it's a TV show that they're obsessed with or a hobby that they're into or whatever. And sometimes it's like, I don't know, like these guys that we, the superheroes that we talk to that are passionate, uh, as so passionate about what they believe that they do crazy stuff, like put on a costume and a bulletproof vest and go wander around downtown Seattle. Like that's there's something there that's causing them to do something extraordinary. You know, I <laughs> wouldn't say that I, you know, whether you look up to them or not or whatever, that's one thing I just am always trying to get at, like what, what drives people? What, what is their passion? What is their purpose? Like what, what, what fuels them? You know, like why do they get up in the morning and go do what they're going to do? And I, so anyway, so that's why I was asking those questions. And it, and it's not even because I have an answer that I'm looking for from you. It's more just because it's it's something that I'm it's something that I'm interested in. I, I like hearing that from people. And I think that there certainly is. I mean, I spent my entire life growing up in a culture and an environment that says that we do have this clear destiny and calling and purpose from God, and He has a specific plan for our life. And uh, you know, kind of depending on the stream of Christianity that you're a part of, sometimes that's very specific and there's a specific calling and maybe there's a specific woman you're supposed to be with or a specific job you're supposed to have, or you're supposed to be constantly kind of seeking out God's purpose for your life. And, and so I, you know, I, I grew up with that, with that lens, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I don't, you know, I, I realize, yes, Jesse, I realize that Oftentimes when I talk about this stuff that my <laughs> my Christianity is showing, as you said. I don't think you even realize it is, though. Yeah, that's definitely. And that's something that we were talking about. We were talking about last week. And I, I you know, people talk about people talking about white privilege all the time or, mm -hmm. or you know, where oftentimes I, I went through this phase where I didn't realize that the world that we lived in was incredibly biased towards women <laughs> and you know the society that we're in and you know i had an awareness of that but to me sexism was just like a woman not getting paid what a man does or something right. like that and and that is that is sexism but it's it's much it's much deeper than that and and you know me not being aware of that and not knowing that is a very good example of privilege of this thing that is built into me because I'm a guy. It. I don't have to think about it. And mm -hmm. it's not something that I face. And so it's not something that I am aware of. And, you know, over the last few years, my eyes have been opened and it's affected, you know, through conversations that I've had with other people. It's affected how I see the world and how I talk and how I treat other people around me and how I behave and interact and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that I think that I re I'm realizing now is that there's a lot of there's a lot of this this same kind of privilege or these lenses that, you know, I, I spent 25 years of my life living a certain way, steeped in, <laughs> steeped in this culture of Christianity. And there's stuff that is like hardwired into me. And I'm, you know, slowly unplugging from the matrix kind of. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> at, at times it's really, it's really uncomfortable, you know, and, and, and I think, I don't know, like we talked about this a while ago, you know, at, 
as uh, people may or may not know on the show, me and Christina are living in sin. <laughs> we, well, we are according to some people. Yeah, yeah, we are we're living together, and I I think you know I I grew up in a culture that said the pinnacle to any relationship is marriage, and. Uh, really, you know, hammering home the value and the importance and the weight of marriage. And, and, and I, I grew up with that and I didn't realize until probably six, seven months ago that, I mean, even in our relationship, I, I was looking at it through this lens where we're committed to each other and we, you know, we have rules or (laughs) we have, you know, principles that our relationship is based off Mm -hmm. of and things that we've discussed and agreed to and, and, you know, boundaries that we're not going to violate and that kind of stuff. All of the stuff that people would have in a marriage, you know, a commitment and and that kind of stuff. But I didn't realize until six or seven months ago, maybe that, that I didn't, I think to a certain extent, I wasn't even take, I didn't hold our relationship. It didn't have the same weight, I guess, in my mind as if we were like married or if, you know, uh, it didn't count as much as a relationship versus somebody. somebody that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, it does. Unfortunately, <laughs> and you know, I can't. I'm not going to blame that for poor decisions that I've made in the past or whatever. And we don't need to rehash that conversation. If you, I mean, we can if you want to, but or you can just go back and listen to that podcast. Because you started talking about that, I didn't even know you felt that way. But you started saying that your family will always look at us that way. Yeah. I think to a certain extent they will. I don't think that my family will ever value our relationship as much, you know, mm-hmm. unless we were married. Like well, it just not won't... just your family, but anyone in that. Yeah. Very much like that culture. And right. you know what? Not all Christians or whatever, like there, maybe there's good ones or something like that, but that's a, that I'm good. I would say that that's a minority. <laughs> that's a, a, but like you said, is that there might be, you know, quote unquote, good Christians. Yeah. Or as I say, one of the good ones, cat dogs, Oh yeah, <laughs> dog cats, um, but they don't even know. They're just judging us and they don't know. Yeah. And they're treating us different because they have that privilege and the lenses on, but they don't even realize they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I so guess, fuck those guys. <laughs> I guess that's true. I think, I think that's very true. And so to, to bring that back, I guess, full circle to the discussion, I, I think that this is one of those areas where I'm realizing that I have, I have this, I grew up for 25 years with a certain mindset in a certain culture and have all of these things that are hardwired into me that I, that I don't realize are there until, like I said, I'm like slowly, you know, dissecting these things or, you know, recognizing them in me and trying to change the way I think and the way I interact with the world around me. And, and one of those areas that I wrestle with that tension is we'll give this higher power may or may not exist. Like how, why, why am I here then? And at times, at times to me, it, that it can feel, it feels very hopeless. Like it feels very like, great. Do I just get up every morning and am I just going to work to like hammer out a paycheck so I can pay my bills and then go to bed and then, do it again. And then that goes for 80, 90 years if I'm lucky. (laughs) So for the first 25 years, how did you feel? I thought it was going to change the world. Well, you always say that, but what does that even mean? Well, I, I believed in, I believed that the, the, the man that created the universe was on my team and 
had my back and believed in me and had a purpose and a calling for my life and that uh, I was like destined for great things. So, you know, you read in the Bible about these men and women that have, you know, lead these amazing lives, starting churches or, you know, doing, doing crazy stuff like raising people from the dead. You mean the fake people that are in the Bible, you wanted to be like them? So you read, you you have to realize that it was, I mean, I a hundred percent believe that the Bible was 100% literal truth. But do you know that the like people in biblical times didn't have real jobs or houses or I understand I understand I understand that like the world that we live in now is culturally different and that was something that we dealt with kind of in the context of Christianity and one of those like truths that we wrestled with for sure uh, you know and how that actually played out but you know I I literally thought I mean when I went to go start a church it was because it was because I believed that the the church the point of the church is to be a training ground for people that want to have this relationship with God and want to explore their their destinies and and I wanted to just I wanted to help people do I wanted to empower them to do what they wanted to do. I went from that to just not being sure, I guess and mm-hmm. and I, I don't know it's it's scary so it's scary and and like challenging and exciting and I don't know. It's it's a very emotional process. Yes. I need to go back to this. So you kind of thought <laughs> God was using you in like this giant chess game that only you get to know about or get to play? No. I mean, everybody, everybody was involved. Not really. If you're not a non-believer, if you're a non-believer, then you don't no, get to play. No, because part of, part of, part of the, the mission, part of everybody's mission is to, is to get everybody on, on board. And you don't actually know what the rules of the game are. We kind of do. I mean, we the Bible. Yeah. Okay. You have this but you don't. Book. You don't get to know what the object is. I feel like I'm now like ex- defending church to you. Well, because I don't. I need to know the basis of where you're starting from. So you basic. So it's everybody in the world that are believers mm-hmm. are playing this game. But I mean, are are the pawns in this game that God is like messing around your lives, right? Like you're a puppet within this game that no. he's playing, and you don't get to know the object of the game, but you just keep praying, and G- and Jesus or God will tell you what to do that day. No, I mean it wasn't. It didn't work like that. I think it was. Uh, there, there are ton- there are many different flavors of Christianity, and some of them do believe in a more, you know, God show me what to wear today. You know, mm-hmm. speak to me about you know, what I'm supposed to do with my free time and, and all that kind of stuff. And I wasn't, I wasn't really part of that. It wasn't you really were a little bit. Scene. I mean, a little. Because you used to pray about people in the mall and yeah. then go talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. And then true. let them move into your apartment with you. That's true. <laughs> so you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't, um, I mean, that was, I feel like we're getting way off the rails. I don't so think so. What's your... I think this is a good conversation. <laughs> what's your question? Well, my main question was, I mean, I get, you probably don't even have the answer is, but you basically believed that God is this 
entity playing a game and you're the players or the pieces in this game and you don't even get to know what the object I don't, is. I, I didn't view it. I didn't view it like that. I, I of course it, you're not going to view it, it as like that. the world. The world had a problem with sin and 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 the biggest issue with that sin is that it separated us from a relationship with God. And the the goal of all of it, the end the end point of the game is to get everybody to have a relationship with God. And so So if you have any sin, you don't you're further from God. Well the Is I, that Yeah, we believe okay. that the that that sin We believe, did you hear that, that sin <laughs> I said believed. Okay, the, okay. That that sin separates us from God. So the more sins you have tacked on, the further away you are. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not like a life meter, you know. I I think. So if you're going to commit one, you might as well do ten. Here's here's what I said: is that God has this. God made us and knows everything about us and knows how we work interpersonally and all that kind of stuff. He knows how we will be fulfilled and happy and in healthy relationships and healthy community. And I believed that. That he, you know, sin isn't sin because, like, God gave us a list of stuff of do's and don'ts. It's it's stuff. The reason it's bad is because the reason sin was, was bad is because it, it was harmful to us. So it separated, you know, it would cause damage to relationships, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't lie because when you lie or when you gossip, mm-hmm. it damages relationships. It separates us from each other. It separates us from community. Mm-hmm. It separates us from relationship with each other and with God. Does that make sense? Okay. So it's not so much about do's and don'ts. Like it was all this very kind of relational community. We're a family. We're growing but together. But if God had a plan for you, wouldn't he know that sin was part of the plan? Yeah. And this is, I mean, it, what you're getting at is something that, the whole issue with predestination and if God knows everything, then mm-hmm. well, I mean, these are questions that what Christians, did you believe that Christians fight about? What did you I believe that God chose to limit himself to relationship with people? Meaning, you know, God is all powerful and he chooses with that in mind. He, he chooses to limit himself to what we are willing to do with him in us, basically. So it's a pretty dysfunctional relationship. <laughs> if mean, you think about it. Yeah. Well, as I him think, as a father and you as the child. I think that there that's are. That's a pretty fucked up relationship. There, there are a lot I will of, give you attention sometimes, <laughs> but don't, don't go against these rules because I'm not going to give you attention. Strive <laughs> to be better and, and I'll pay attention to you. That's definitely an issue in Christian culture is the the striving and and viewing or watering down a relationship with god to a list of do's and don'ts Mm -hmm. you know which is i mean that a lot of them aren't even biblically sound yeah yeah but and and i would say and i would say this even when i was really active in church and when i was preaching and stuff that that's not what christianity is about so you were a cat dog dog cat cat yes i guess i mean yeah and I think that there are a lot of good things, you know, there, the, there are a lot of good things in Christianity. I think that there are also a lot of really damaging kind of perverse, gross things that can be fixed. I mean, having that relationship, this like weird father, abusive father, (laughs) dysfunctional relationship, um, no wonder there's so much abuse and weirdness in relationship in Christian relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the very, the very core of the very core of the religion is about God choosing to kill his son. Yeah. I mean, that's 
<laughs> and that's then, the guy that you're supposed to look to. Yeah. And then you have just in the structure of the church, I mean, look at all those pastors that are going down because yeah. they they their power corrupts them. And that's yeah. basically they're they're mimicking that what they preach, basically, right? Yeah, and and they put so much of an emphasis on that list of do's and don'ts of sin and not that that it people become obsessed with that and then they place pastors and leaders on this pedestal and this place you have to be perfect all the time and you can't screw up. And if you do screw up by the way, and if you do struggle or wrestle with these questions or doubt God in any way, shape or form, then you failed and you're broken. And Oh, by the way, you're You're no longer the pastor. Right. (laughs) And I'm also not coming over to your house for dinner. Yeah. I'm shunned. (laughs) And I'm not your friend on Facebook. Cause your, (laughs) your sin might rub off on them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and your flavor of Christianity was... This is just turning into me preaching a sermon, try, trying was, to defend something that I'm not even sure I was like, anymore. did murder and like, did murder and infidelity, adultery or whatever, and like robbing a bank, were those all equal sins? I would say that uh, in in intellectually people would say that all sin is sin uh, experientially and how it actually played out in real life. Vastly different. Yeah. Cause there it were seems... things that were viewed as accepted. Everybody gossips, everybody lies, a little white lies, mm-hmm. everybody, you know, every, every man slips up quote unquote and looks at porn every once in a while mm-hmm. because, you know, because God made us to be these like savage creatures that apparently can't control our sexual desires. So, you know, mm-hmm. let's get married so we can start boning. So we yeah. don't, uh, we don't screw up. So, I mean, I would say that experientially there is a lot of, uh, there, there because... is different things are, are held with different weight. And some, some people believe that biblically, I mean, there's some people believe that biblically some sins are worse than others. I mean, because if you actually listen to, um, Christian, politicians you would think that the two biggest sins are abortion and homosexuality yeah and, yeah, and everything else disproportionate. is disproportionate and even murder yeah yeah and well and i mean there's, there's tons of contradiction like we're staunchly anti-abortion and reproductive rights oh but by the way let's kill let's all go the with the death guilty. penalty right. and let's drop a nuke on exactly whatever exactly yeah so i don't know i don't <laughs> I don't. So Jesse, Jesse Dolmore sent me a video. Okay. Uh, that that I'm not going to play the video, but uh, he accomp- the video is accompanied with a transcript, and I will link to the video okay. in the show notes if you guys want to see it. Um, it's see kind it. of a, a diatribe. I don't know. That sounds like I'm somehow belittling it or whatever. But yeah, he talks about this tension of the vastness of the universe, kind of balanced with our purpose as humanity and the, the the last sentence of it he says soon enough it will no longer be common to hide behind myth and legend we as a species will collectively strive to understand our wondrous potential and we will seek truth in wisdom the quest for answers will not end sitting around the bygone campfires of our ancestors but instead will live on in the curious minds of not only scientists and philosophers but also the countless numbers of average, nameless, faceless residents of our great yet insignificant little planet. Yeah, I like that. I like it. Yeah. I mean, because Take me if to you, church, Jesse. If you, if you kind of just pull yourself away 
And I think that I was able to do this because I read so many different religious texts and went to so many different churches that if you pull yourself out of the Christianity, I know it's a little bit hard for you because you still have that, you know, whatever invisible lens. And you just look at the Bible for what it is. I mean, like they said in there, it's campfire stories, right? For people in biblical times or in, you know, ancient times, people will listen to Native American creation stories and go, oh, isn't that cute? That's fun. Let's make a dream catcher. And, but they're exactly the same. Exactly Mm -hmm. the same. I mean, uh, if you take all of the creation myths from all over the world, all different cultures, they pretty much line up similarly. Mm -hmm. And, Christianity just like squeeze their Bible in to, to, to make it work mm. in a lot of them I mean, because they were trying to convert people in a time when there wasn't TV and they murdered each other for fun. Like what else yeah. are you going to do? You're going to write these stories that are about floods and murder and rape and killing your kids and killing your parents. And yeah, and that's the Bible and people still, to this day live by and when you pull yourself out and then that's why it's difficult for me like that person seems so intelligent why do they believe this like do they actually believe this all literally happened and that it was god wrote this down and gave it to someone and they actually believe all this stuff yeah it's uh it's and that's the prejudice that i have yeah yeah it it, i think it makes for an, an interesting dynamic when we i mean it it kind of snaps me into reality sometimes when we talk <laughs> because I just talk, I say these words and expressions and like I have, a, you know, whatever certain ways of saying things that are just so totally foreign to you. Mm-hmm. And it's so natural to me. And I'm just how uh, there's part of me that, how can you not understand what I'm saying? But it's just, I mean, it's, it's at times as if we're speaking two different languages. So Well, and also there's a difference beyond. between, Bible Christianity and the stuff you talk about is a definitely a cultural concept created by church groups of these non-denominational or sometimes denominate denominations. And by the way, every church, I mean, 90% of the churches that you go to are not biblical Christianity. I mean, right. It's not, but that's, that's what I'm saying that even when I did, was a part when I went to a couple Christian churches when a Catholic church is not going to have the kind of weird mumbo jumbo language that you guys use. It's called you know speaking what I mean? in tongues. <laughs> well, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like oh. <laughs> those weird words that I have no idea what yeah. it means or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. So anyway, I feel like that was maybe really interesting to, 10 or 15 people. Right. And uh, everybody else is gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have I did have something okay. that I wanted to tell you about related to a drone strike situation that you have brought up in the past. Okay. Do it. This is the Svarcom Gaga USB rechargeable intimate view endoscope vibrator. It measures 4 inches in insertable length and 3.2 inches in girth. It's made from smooth, soft silicon and is completely rigid. It's fully rechargeable and is completely waterproof, 
It has a camera at one end and LED lights. There are five different functions to choose from. And it's even compatible with FaceTime. Wait, what? Okay. So what you just heard, <laughs> what you just heard is an advertisement for what is being called the selfie stick of sex toys. And it it is a vibrator. It's a vibrator with a uh, with a camera mounted on the end and lights that you can connect to your iPhone or iPad and put inside of your body and uh, share with the world what your insides look like while you're uh, making love to yourself. No. This is going on. <laughs> this just add this onto my. There's so much, so much terrible about this. What do you think about it? Well, first of all, it's so terrible. I don't even know where to start. But is the inside the part that's like <laughs> sexy and gets you off? Some people apparently. It's interesting. What's interesting? Well, I, so I, I, it seems so clinical. I it's like to a bring... <laughs> pap smear camera or something. I wanted to bring this to you because it it it, it's, it combines something you love. Because you bought something for something me. Something you love with something you hate. Wait, what's something A I love? A selfie stick and selfies in general yes. with sex. That's true. <laughs> but, but not sex with a camera. <laughs> but what if... So, no. So you're saying no. No. So cancel the... Cancel the shipment. Well, if that's something you want to see, then... I was wanting to take our podcast to the next level. No one wants to see that. <laughs> my doctor did tell me I have a lovely cervix once. Oh, great. Yeah, well. I put that on my resume, Now too. we can find out for sure and share it with the world. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I feel like you could, like, take a video of your insides. I mean, not you, but and, big mm -hmm, picture you. Yeah. Somebody could take a like take this video and, and put it on YouTube and nobody would know what it is. No one would know. It's so dark and, like. It's just so clinical. I don't understand why that would be. No. Anyway, so that's my. I mean, I've had an ultrasound <laughs> probe like that, and mm -hmm. there's nothing sexy about it at all. It's just your opinion, man. All you need to do is get what's that thing called? The tripod for your for your iPhone. Oh yeah, just get a little tripod. Yeah, for your and then iPhone film so that way. Record. Then you can see the goods. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in general, probably the lion's share of people are more interested in the outside than the inside. But, right. you know. They're so dark. The inside. Is well, that's why it has lights. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to bring that to you and see what you thought. But uh, so you I have some people. You have some stuff for your uh, critically acclaimed segment. What? <laughs> Thank you, Sean, for uh, making us Sean. making us a new. He made you a new uh, bumper segment. That's I right. love it. The drone, the drone zone, the drone yes. strike is now the drone zone. So you have drone some, zone. you have some stuff. I do have some stuff. So last week, uh, what did we call him? The best, the best looking. The, our cutest listener. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. Ryan. Ryan um, said we should be called "Complain." The "Complain Out, out Loud. Loud" podcast. So then that made me feel a little bad because I <laughs> felt like I was 
all I ever do is complain. So I have two positives. Oh my gosh, it's a reverse two drone strike. Positive Facebook. Instead things. of dropping in bombs, they're dropping in flowers or something. Flowers, yeah. I don't know. Let's go. I should. It's like that just, picture of where the the kid puts a, a flower into the soldier's the mo- gun. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Uh, if I would have known, I would have played the clip in reverse. Can you do that? Can you do that? I just did. (laughs) Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my first one is actually, my first one is actually two. Okay. It's two Facebook pages that everybody needs to be following. Okay. Okay. I'll wait for you to get a pen. You need to be following a a Facebook page called The Bitchy Waiter. Mm-hmm. This is a site of a guy that's a stand-up comic and also a waiter in New York City. And he is hilarious and he shames customers and he has people write in. And So it's not really a positive. I'm saying I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Okay. So then, and because I used to work in restaurants, I know where it's coming from. Yeah. And then people just write in <laughs> and say, "I'm sorry." Okay, wait. <laughs> Hang on. Time out. Time out here. You, you were very proud of yourself yeah. because you finally came up with a positive something that positive. you love. But yeah. the thing that you love is somebody else <laughs> hating on it. Like, okay, all right, okay, keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to. That's why I'm the funny one. Yeah, I guess. So. The Bitchy Waiter. Uh-huh. Hilarious. If you've ever worked in a restaurant or gone to a restaurant, you will love it. Okay. And if you start to feel offended, then you do those things and you should stop it. <laughs> okay. Next. This is my new favorite site, which I found from The Bitchy Waiter. <laughs> but this is a shout out to... Is it The Bitchy Flight Attendant? Actually, it's called Passenger Shaming. <laughs> this would be our friend Will, if he doesn't follow this already. Yeah. He needs to. <laughs> um, it is, so I think it's a flight attendant. I can't sure. really tell. Or no, it's anonymous flight attendants and pa- passengers from all over the world. Mm-hmm. These pictures, like this. Come on. Okay. These are actual That's not photos. Real. It's a picture. She's showing me a picture of a very fat dude. With no shirt on. With no shirt on. That's not real. Jeremy. Okay. This lady drying her bikini on the chair. Sure. Hey. There's just some. The feet Definition. sticking through. I've seen that. I've yeah. had that happen oh, to me. Oh, man. That's a rough one. Okay. Well, as fun as it is yoga. to uh, share to share photos on an audio podcast, we'll link to this. We'll link to the page in the notes, you guys. You can, if your app supports it, look in the show notes and you should be able to click the links right from your phone or whatever. Or you can always just go to nerdoutloudpod.com. There's links to all the stuff that we talk about. So, okay, so the two, your two positive drone strikes are, the two things that you're saying no. are positive are, are no. Facebook pages that... I have another one. That's oh, okay. Act, that, so my first one was two pages that I like. Okay, got it, yeah. Number two was I really, um, I really liked and appreciated how Facebook was used during the whole can situation mm-hmm. where all of his family and friends got to connect with each other and get updates. And now 
they're just basically using his page as a a memorial and that's yep. a living memorial and i i'm still not at the point that i can actually look at it for for very much but yeah, it's um rough. put people are posting pictures of him or um like oh we used to go out every wednesday and i'm having a beer for you or remember yeah. those kind of things and i really appreciate that and i think that that's something that is new You know, like that couldn't have happened 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's just going to be this living memorial time capsule to him. And I think that that's really great. Yeah, I have I have a number of friends actually on Facebook that have died. And it's always. um, Are you murdering them? When they're. No. When their birthdays and stuff pop up, it's always kind of cathartic, I guess, or helpful to go just read other people's comments and look mm-hmm. through pictures and kind of remember that relationship. You know, f- Facebook just integrated a feature where you can, after you die, you can say on Facebook who has access to your account. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Just be, just in the fact that he asked for a picture of your penis and showed me his, I was thinking he yeah. needs that thing that Adam talks about where you have that person that comes in and just like, destroys everything yeah like oh, your yeah. history yeah that's gonna be a scary situation yeah. to go into that apartment so i hope that someone like <laughs> kevin has his passwords yeah. you know to everything yeah so i'm glad that they have that yeah well that's kind of a downer oh is it yeah no it's good it's not a downer it's good it's good so to that's how i appreciate facebook this week Great. Shaming people. Thank you, Christy. And memorials to our friends. Well, now that we've gotten the lion's share of the show out of the way, we can get to everybody's favorite segment. We just finished it. T-minus three minutes and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Since last week's show was so space-centric... <laughs> I had somebody that uh, sent me a text message listening to the show saying, is this whole goddamn thing a space news deal? Because you didn't put a, a warning at the beginning. Is that what her, she sounds like in her text? Yeah. Okay. To you? Yeah. Uh, I'm only going to share one thing. One brief piece Thank of news because it's timely. It's interesting. Uh, Christina, have you seen uh, or heard about this Dawn spacecraft how do you spell dawn d-a-w-n no uh have you seen pictures of a planet planetoid looking thing it's all gray and it has like white lights coming out of it or articles that have been posting no okay so the nasa dawn spacecraft is approaching a uh dwarf planet called Ceres that's in the asteroid belt uh can we pause for a second yeah um, all the new space stuff they find, like new stars and planets and meteors, have really stupid names. But the main planets that we've already found have really cool names. Why can't we go back to that? Well, Sirius, Sirius has been on the radar, as it were. Well, for no, quite that some time. one's a cool one. But what about that comet that has like a bunch of numbers in oh, its yeah. name? Sixty-seven P. Yeah, well, the comets stupid. are usually named after the people that see them. So that comet was called like Chernyugodnikov. Oh, like a Russian dude. Yeah. I'm okay. Massacring that name, and I apologize. It's actually really disrespectful. But 
Um, so uh, the Dawn spacecraft was launched in 2007 uh, with the goal to study a couple of objects in the asteroid belt, um, uh, something called Vesta and something called Ceres. It's already been to Vesta, and it's going to enter into orbit around Ceres on March 6th, which is Friday. Is it just me, or does this sound like someone that's uh, visiting a bunch of hipster bars? <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. It's gonna orbit. It could be. Already went to Vespa. What was it, Vespa? Yeah. When- no. Vesta. Vesta, Vesta, yeah. Vesta is kind of lame, so we're going to move on to Syria. Serial? Serious? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to read this little blurb because it does a great How job. How much did it cost? I wrote that down because okay. I thought you would be interested in it. I have to ask for Mike's sake. $446 million. And who paid for that? We did. With one half of a penny for every dollar. That you pay in taxes. Did we already pay it? Is this bill paid it off? It is paid for. Yes. Because of delays in the mission, it was originally slated to cost about $350 million. Because of delays and some other overruns, uh, it cost significantly more than that. But Why do we care about this? Because it's going to tell us about the formation of the solar system. So Ceres is only not it's a dwarf planet so it's actually in the same category as pluto uh the international (laughs) astronomical union the iau adopted a new definition of dwarf planet on august 24 2006 which introduced the term dwarf planet for ellipsoidal worlds that were too small to qualify for planetary status by clearing their orbit neighborhood so this this dwarf planet it's not quite a planet the reason that it's not a planet is because jupiter formed nearby and stopped the uh, collection of particles basically because of the gravity from jupiter it stopped the collection of particles that was beginning to form a planet otherwise Ceres would be a planet of some kind so this is unprecedented what we're about to do it's going to happen on friday it's super interesting you're going to see it in the news and uh we'll put some We'll, we'll put some some links some links up about it. It's, if it succeeds, Dawn will be the first mission to study a dwarf planet arriving at Ceres a few months before the arrival of New Horizons probe at Pluto in July 2015. So New Horizons is another probe that's going to Pluto, and we'll be doing a flyby in July. Was this a NASA project? It is a NASA project, yeah. So right now, as we record this, uh, it's currently about 29,000 miles away. But one thing that's interesting that may be of interest to you is that uh, in the early pictures that we've gotten back from Dawn, as it's getting closer, we're seeing you know, never, you know, photos that we've never seen before of this planetoid or, or dwarf planet. And uh, in the most recent ones, there's these two really bright lights <laughs> on the planet shining back at us. So it could be aliens. It could be it could be aliens. So it's actually um, suspected that it's some kind of volcanic activity, or maybe ice of some kind, or mineral deposits reflecting light back. And we won't know more until it gets there and is able to do some science. But uh, something to look forward to. That's going to be happening on Friday. So keep an eye out for that, folks. And again, I will post links to it, including pictures to this. Uh, these mysterious lights that are baffling scientists. 
There we go. What if it's God? Maybe it is. Maybe <laughs> it is. Then I'm going to feel silly for posting this podcast. <laughs> so anyway, Christina, about ready to uh, take this baby in for a landing. Sure. Closing, it's closing time, as they say in the business. Mm-hmm. So guys, we talked last week. Big announcement on Takedown Podcast was going to come out this week. That was delayed because of uh, Cam passing away. They actually uh, replayed some of the episodes that he was on, including one where Mike Frizzell says the N-word a bunch of times, and it's mm-hmm. really, really uncomfortable to listen to. Uh, so you should go check those out. The announcement will be coming out this Monday, so be sure to check that out, takedownpodcast.com. Monday morning. Their show that's released will have a big announcement in it that's kind of related to us, and it'll be fun. Um, Christy, did you have any other thoughts? Anything else you wanted to say? You mean my never? No, just any you know any oh shout outs mentions. I had a couple of shout outs that I wanted to say. Okay, go ahead. You're going to freak out about this because I'm now setting a precedent. You're going to feel like if we miss people, people are going to get those feelings oh, hurt. But I'm I just wanted to say happy this. birthday to DJ, listener DJ. When you hear this in seven months, we wish you a happy birthday. And uh, happy birthday to Fake Fake Ned Yost on Twitter, FFNY as we call him. It's your birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. And a special thanks to Sean from the Hyper Nonsense, Hyper Nonsense Podcast. We're making us that uh, awesome drone strike, drone yes. zone bumper. That was awesome. And uh, he's got a podcast, Hyper Nonsense. Sean's also been helping me with some podcasting stuff, like helping set up some other podcasts. He is a wellspring of knowledge and also very kind, not an asshole. Great guy to talk to. So thank you, Sean. You're awesome. Feel free to hit us up, guys, on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com, nerdoutloudpod on Twitter, nerdoutloudpod on Facebook. Give us a call if you want, 206-588-5463. And uh, Christy, any last words? Have a wait for cake. And uh, I will help you start a podcast if you want. Let your nerd flag fly! That was fantastic.